time. So yesterday we buried my dad. Well, not buried. He got cremated. And I just did not want to go to the after pass because I want to go. First of all, I have to watch my daughter. It was hard, man. Very hard. But I'm back on my shit. I noticed something, too. Because my dad passed away, he always like um, soulful shit. Yeah, he liked all kind of music. Mostly old school rap. Mostly, you know, um, reggae music. So, in honor of my dad, dun, 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 I'm going to keep making soulful rap songs. Or soulful rap beats. So, yes, please keep doing that. Yeah, like, I'm not taking that out. I'm still doing the trap shit, whatever the fuck I want. But I'm always keep doing the soulful shit and remembrance of my dad. So, it's special. But if you think that rap fans ain't like wrestling fans, I'm going I'm to show you something. Okay. Um, but first of all, I'm gonna say this. Okay, there is this, you know, Jack Hollow, like MJK, MCK. This is Jack Hollow, right? He says a line. I'm gonna just paraphrase. I hope you get the point. Like a soccer cleat shoe. Oh, well, that shit is so forced because it's it's not. Cause who says cleat shoe? I'm like, that's what the fuck they're called. They're called cleats. Not because, and I know, another thing I don't get about you fans, when you hate a rapper that says a punchline, and some punch that, and keep in mind, since when the punchlines have to make super sense, like, you know what I mean? Remember how back in the days, fans didn't overanalyze how a punchline makes sense or not? See, nowadays, we got Google, like with me, when I do a punchline, I gotta fucking do extras, I gotta go on, I gotta say a line, go on Google, and make sure that what I say makes sense. Because God forbid if a motherfucker overanalyze my shit. Prime example, when I said, you know, I'm from a place where niggas do Lucy like Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson plays Lucy. Lucy is a drug. So, okay. It doesn't sound forced because it makes sense. Now, a force, I don't know what a force rhyme is. It's when you try to make something that sounds something, but it makes something work. But it's basically putting a a square in a hole i get it i understand it but that whole but sometimes fans like to reach and like they don't give it to the fact that yo this dude said a dope line but because you hate the motherfucker so much anything that he does is trash to you that's the shit i don't get when it comes down to fucking fans you know what i mean i don't get that shit you know i really don't i really don't but they only do it to motherfuckers that they don't like you know what I mean? Period. Like if I would have said, what you gonna do? Hope you, what you gonna do? Stump your motherfuckers out to the, till you get the point like a cleat shoe. Are you gonna sit there and say that was fucking forced? That's what a cleat shoe is. That's what it's, that's what cleats are called. That's what it is. You're just saying that because Machine Gun Kelly said it, which is the, which is classic. If anyone else would have said that shit, that would sit there and think it was cool. But if, but when like, a rapper that you don't like say it is trash. This goes back to, oh, this rapper can do it, but you can't. Like that shit. So, I'm going to show you what I mean when I say rap fans are really WWE, WWE fans. We say shit like this. You know. Nah, man. Nah, Coming Ground is the best, in my opinion. I'm glad Jack went back to old Jack instead of Hollywood Jack. 
that's like saying when you see um, Hulk Hogan wear yellow and orange, and he's like, oh, I'm glad Hulk Hogan went from, you know, went back to the old Hulk Hogan, you know, from Hollywood Hulk Hogan. When you see fans say shit like that, that's when I do not take the shit seriously. Because y'all sound more and more like, this is why when people, when MF Doom said rapping is like wrestling, y'all making that fucking goddamn line ring true every time you say shit like that. No, every time. Even with me, if I were to sit there and make a whole album rapping over like absurd, like obscured fucking samples, like boom bappy, but obscured samples, but they're not the soulful samples that you use, just soulful jazzy samples that you used to hear me on, you will immediately be like, I want the old mics. You know, the flow was on point. But because the beast is not the standard mics, these are standard shit. This is standard shit, right? It's not the standard mic sense that we know. Then I can't. Well, it's gonna. I'm gonna feel a certain way listening to it, which is stupid to me. I don't. I don't know. I don't get. I don't do that kind of shit where an artist raps on a beat. The beast like completely left. I'll give it a shot and see what he'll do. I'm not gonna sit there and listen to it with a fear and then just write the shit off. There are some dope samples that that Blue did, like Jay, like, like Blue did. Blue, he's part of the Ruckus Collective, which is very interesting. And I really, really, really wanna use these samples. Only like three of them, two of them I really wanna use, but I might have the other samples grow on me like, like, like always, but you know, I'm gonna make a song to it. Now, of course, when I make a song to it, first thing someone's gonna sit there and say to me is, you know, I don't know, bro. I don't know, man. Um, like I like the the, the sample is cool. Remember when I made that song? Um, what's that fucking song called? Uh, how would I find? Simply because the the beat sounds so left, we're not fucking with it. Hence why I always tell say the fans, stop expecting that if that's what the gimmick you're playing. If all I'm doing is rapping over soulful slash boom bappy slash vibey shit, don't ever tell me to do anything different than that. Then don't complain about artists not stepping out their comfort zone when you don't let them step out their comfort zone. Because I've rapped over lo-fi shit before, before I even knew what independent video stations was. And, oh, and shout out to Cole Mines too. I was not expecting this shit. So I was very scared to send one of my songs to Cole Mines, right? But this also proves the point, too, that motherfuckers are so used to hearing songs that have very clear mixes to the point where the where it's damn near ear piercing. They're used to that shit. So if I were to up the bass up to my vocals, they'll say it's compressed when it's not compressed. That just proves my point. So that's why that was the critique with that. But other than he says, to you know, when you make your hooks, make your hooks um, you know, make the, that vocal chain not be the same as your main vocals. Fine, you know. But hey, people want consistency. But that's the that's but that's the thing that I don't I don't I don't get when it comes down to fans because it's confusing. It's by as artists, we got music for our fucking self. Because I could sit there and and go with Cole Mind say because I represent to what he says than anyone else because he's a rap coach and I really believe what he says. If I were to sit there and do it, anyone else tell me that's not right and blah, blah, blah. I'm just looking at them like they're dumb because it just proves my point. Y'all niggas want super clear mixes. Y'all want nothing to sound anything near rough. 
If it sounds clear, ear piercing, the only reason why I listen to most songs that are mixed now, they're all ear the same way how I mix my vocals, just the exact same shit. I send a song called uh, Golden State Act One, Stage One, Two Dorky, same thing. Mix the vocals are ear piercingly clear, and because of that, it's because of that he fucks with it. Motherfuckers just used to that shit. You know what I mean? If you add any texture to your vocals, it's a problem. But back to what I'm saying, man. Back to what I'm saying. Like, it was shocking that he chose me. People fucked it, fucked with it. Like, yo, I fuck with your song. I fuck with it. There's a message to it. Okay. All I'm saying is, don't sell out. But you're selling out and rapping over trap beats is not selling out and making pop music when you're underground is not selling out. Selling out is more than just making pop records because nowadays you go up on fucking SoundCloud, you got a shitload of rappers who are underground recording pop records in their fucking goddamn mama's house and their mama's basement. So we're not even going to go there. And since you have fucking producers who are openly, you know, selling beat packs with fucking like beat like mainstream sounding beats with people who was hot in 2017 but not now but making hooks you know like 24 hours that make that song lie detector that's on the nba 2k19 fucking um soundtrack and you know you hear that voice some people who listen to that song hey that's 24 hours and you making a song with on this you know, on this poppy standard beat and you just spitting your shit and you got you know this dude on it's like oh i knew my vocals were too high in the mix when i heard the song um what's that song uh oxygen where the homegirl's vocals was like has a little bit of bass and mine's was too light you see what i'm saying but here's the weird part let me add a little bit of bass you should turn that down why it's gonna sound too too bright but but it's clear okay nigga clear doesn't necessarily mean too bright okay clear is just like a nice amount of level where it's not too not too much bass to the point where too much low end to the point where the shit sounds compressed just enough so it can be a balance but even with that because motherfuckers are so used to hearing shit that's loud and clear because that's the industry standard if you even add even a little bit of compressing to the shit, it's a problem. Not knowing that you're fucking up your mix. A little bit. But you know, I record music, bro. I record music because most of these motherfuckers are fucking who review your music are fucking rap artists they fucking self so they think that they know everything when they don't these are the ones that fucking tell you that you need lots of fucking goddamn work because you're not making the quote unquote right music you know the same shit that labels will tell you so if it ain't so like I told you if a label's not fucking tell you this shit some rapper who makes the most generic shit's gonna tell you or some motherfucking um fan who's who swears that they fucking know a lot about music tell you too they all talk of the, the same tongue as the motherfucking industry the same shit that labels tell you they say the same shit to you but yeah man losing my dad was fucking hard 
open up that cast. Got to look at that fool. I had to look at that. I had to sit there and look at that man for like hours. I want to go back and just keep looking at him, but I can't because he's not. He's being cremated, you know, which means like he's going to be cremated. And it hurt. Like I told you, I mean, like I was saying, um, it hurts. When you lose a friend, like a best friend, it hurts. When you lose a grandmother, it hurts a lot. Once you start getting like close relatives, like an auntie or a uncle, and if it gets like the, or even a sister, even a brother, but if it gets to the point where it's like the head fam, like the head people that you, that you, that you seen as a child, like the head people, like aunties, like niggas to like to, to, to the main people, like mom and dad, that's when it's a problem. Like when, like literally right after I got married, my dad-in-law passed away. My wife has no father. Now my dad was trying to recover. He was lucky, which I thought. He was trying to recover. He was trying to walk around, joke around. And I'm thinking he's going to stay like this. And we were back. I'm thinking all future plans of what we and my mom, my, me and my dad going to do and all this shit. And, you know, and all that jazz. And boom, he's another stroke. And that fucked him up. And then we still visit him. We see him. We hear he's getting better. He's getting better, getting better. You know, and I'm thinking, okay, if my aunties get a, their own, get, get a bigger house. They're going to take care of my dad and my dad. I was going to say, hey, if you can't, I'm going to take care of my dad. And then I don't care because that's my dad and hopefully something happens. But it didn't happen like that. Instead, he got worse and he was only alive long enough to eat to know that he had a fucking granddaughter. After that, the man passed away on Mother's Day. And the ironic part is he went to, it's like every, when he had his first stroke, he went, he had his first stroke, went to the hospital on Mother's Day. Felt a little bit better, then had another stroke on Mother's Day and then died on Mother's Day. That's some crazy ass shit, bro. That's some crazy shit. Some crazy shit. Like, I couldn't picture, like, people, because I look like my dad, people thought they were they saying a ghost. But it felt bad seeing my, like, seeing my uncle, like, seeing my dad. And look, and I'm already knowing who my, who's the next one to go. My auntie Minnie, I have to prepare because she getting older and she can't get up. And, you know, she, you know, she's the sickest, the sickest one next to my aunt child. And I had another auntie that passed away. You know, but the main ones was Aunt Cha, Aunt T, my Aunt Cha, my Aunt T, and my Auntie Minnie. Those are the main ones. And it's like, I got to visit them more than ever now. And I see why my mom wants me to visit her so fucking much. She lived to see her 60s. My dad lost, I mean, died at 64. Young. My dad-in-law died young. You know, and it's all because, I mean, I get it. The medicines make you weak. And they're like, well... You know, you know, we're getting older. It's like, but bro, for real, like how bad is that? When you die right after you find out that you're about to be a grandparent. Like my daughter ain't going to have no real connection to like, I'm going to tell stories. We're going to keep its memory and everything. But it is very fucking like, bro, I really like, yeah, he came to my wedding, but I really, really wanted him to be around to see my daughter grow. 
like really be there man like at least like you're 64 like at least be around to like at least like 80 so at least you know be a good, good around 80 you know so you have gray hairs and shit you know to your damn near see now but you still functional you know at least you know you'll be able to see like my um stepdad he saw um kaylee grow up my dad only seen my my net my niece my dad only seen my niece one time in his life one time one time that's just crazy it hurts it still hurts because now i gotta really you know be there for my like go to my aunties call them up and i know it's bugging but i gotta call them up more than ever now and now i gotta fucking go and and spend time with my mom more than ever now i guess that's just her way of why you kept saying give me my grandbaby give me my grandbaby that's her like weird way of knowing that we're not going to be here for long and she knows that if i had no baby i wasn't going to see her a lot so she said well fuck it now the issue is if i hope that my dad my mom does not pass away anytime soon because if it because trust me my sister i'm not saying care her she made i told my dad this right before oh wait wait yeah right before like um like right when i told my dad that i moved and he was like he was happy and i thought because he would call me but because he had that stroke he thinks that he needs to pick me up but he can't drive like i wouldn't mind that calling me up like that at least i know that you you know you're able to talk like but still if it would have went the other way around and my pops got better and he was able to talk and walk and all that shit and all that jazz and you know he was still skinny but you know smiling like he was before, but gaining more weight, gaining more weight, gaining more weight, and slowly being talkative. That'd been dope. He would have came on my house every day. Like the last, we were like, I say this, even with COVID, I spent majority of my time with my, seeing my dad. My mom, that's not one time seeing my dad, but tell me, you need to see your dad more. No, 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 no. You knew where the hell my dad was. My dad was at my auntie's during COVID recovering. You did not one time see that man only when he was in the hospital. I'm just saying. And then, like, you knew he was at the hospital next door to me. The hospital next door to me was trash, but what a ride, eh? But, um, it was trash, but still, I felt comfortable knowing that, oh, my dad's next door, let me go see him. And I did. I went up there, went next door to go see my pops. Now, if he was there all the time, I would see him all the time. But if that high school wasn't garbage, because they literally almost could have killed my damn wife. If they would have kept drugging her and you had to go all the way to Senior Sinai. And I bet you on everything I love, if my dad went to Senior Sinai, he would have probably been better. Better. But I already knew that it was over when they said uh when they said um he had organ failure 
Once I seen, once I heard kidney failure, that was a wrap. No one surprised me. And I told my mom, and I said this, if he passes, I am content with that. And I told my, I told my, um, I told my, uh, like, which I prayed it wasn't going to happen, but it happened. Know what I'm saying? And it kind of ironic how I made a fucking song called um, Liquor Store. And the first story was about a man losing his, a, a boy losing his father. And I ended up losing my dad. Words are powerful. Remember I tell you made a song about my future to my, my song to my unborn child. End up having a fucking child. Coincidence. But it's fucked up that, you know, my, well, your mom seeing, yeah, but I get it because she prayed for it. But if it comes down to my dad, if he was still and is good, like getting better and everything, because he's, those, I don't know why, black man, we don't take our medicines. Yeah, but it'll make me feel better. And I didn't want to live like that. Yeah, I understand. But, but hey, it's what it is. And then I also regret the times where I used to be mad at my dad. As a teen, I really talked to my dad. In my 20s, I really talked to my dad. Because I felt, oh, he wasn't there for me. Because my mom, cause I hate how you baby mama like to put this negativity shit in your hair and your kid's brain. But it's like, you know, it made me stop talking to my dad for a while. And them times, I can't get back. I could have been talking to my dad all the fucking time. I mean, in, in between times I did, in between times I did talk to my dad a lot. You know? Like, that shit hurts. Now, I'm... Hey. Now, losing my dad, losing a parent in your 30s, well, any age, it hurts. You know, it hurts. So... when you know it hurts but when you lose your 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 um your dad or mom as a team that's a whole that's a whole different energy whole different energy because you're a child oh and let it be in a situation where you lose your um where that happens and you're in high school you know what I mean so I don't know man It's just something that it's something that is really just hate, like losing a fucking parent. But you know, I gotta move on. Like my dad, my mom, like my fucking um, 
wife lost her dad. So, you know, he was, and I hated how it happens, man, even with me. Like, how that shit happens where, like, they look like they're going to be okay, they're going to be fine, and all of a sudden, boom. You know? Like, I hate that shit. Like, I really, really hate that shit. You know? We think that everything's going to be all hunky-dory. That's it. Damn, told me what a, tore up a whole fucking bag for the M&M's, but I gotta keep it cool. But yeah, man, I miss my pops. I even got a song dedicated, like, even with my way, the way I was mourning, you know, how I mourn is different. Shit. Most people, they um, fall out. They start doing drugs and shit. When my um, dad passed away, all I did was stay at home and just create. So, I'm still, that shit is fresh on my mind. But what I really don't like is when people do this shit, right? So you lose your pops, right? Death, you lose your pops or moms, death is new to you and then all of a sudden people say hell even jimmy fox recovered from a damn stroke but jimmy fox is young my dad was 64 years old he had two like one stroke but he had like a big massive stroke but i wish my dad would have recovered from his stroke like jimmy fox did though that's what I wish, but it didn't happen like that. What I really hate is, let's say, for example, you know, you lose your 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 mom's, your dad, whatever. You say R.I.P. There's gonna always be an outspoken cousin or an outspoken like fucking person who don't believe in that. You know what I mean? Who don't believe that the fact that you're um you don't believe in that so they be like oh you know um oh man um you lost your like come on get over it bruh get over it bruh you know I lost my dad you know last week bruh and that's because the fact they don't have a strong connection with their fucking dad that's how you know when someone has a not a long and not a good connection with their parents when someone who really truly misses their parents and they say stupid shit like that especially like when you just buried your fucking goddamn parent and you hear people say shit like that like that's crazy but whatever man it's what it is no